Pizza? Pizza? Pizza! Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. The Mothership Podcast is sponsored by Hawaii Surrogacy Center. Start your family with Hawaii's leading surrogacy agency. Time now to raise up the curtain for Milo Maharlika, the nine-year-old who was born in Hawaii, made his debut on Broadway as a young boy in the Broadway show, actually on a U.S. tour, Les Mis. And joining him also is his dad, Ajax. Hi, guys. Hi, aloha, everyone. Hey, and you know what? That aloha is really heartfelt because you guys are actually literally on tour as we speak. Where are you talking to us from right now? We are in San Francisco right now. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Is this the tail end of the tour? This isn't the the very end. Uh, The end is in October, which is Costa Mesa. Wow. The end for, yeah, our contract. But, I mean, that's going to keep going, so hopefully extend. But right now, we're just uh, in the middle of it all. Yeah. Yes, and that I think is what we all want to hear about. First of all, congratulations. We're so excited and so proud of you. I mean, you are literally a shining star on the stage, you know, captivating audiences, and and you're able to to do this at such a young age. How did this all begin? How did you get this opportunity to be a part of Les Mis, the U.S. tour? So... It all started in LA. Uh, my audi- my agents, they they invited me to audition for the role of Gavroche. So it was like really amazing because in the during the pandemic, I loved the movie of Les Miserables, the one with like Hugh Jackman and stuff. And I was literally telling my parents, I was like, hey, that would be a really cool character to play, the role of Gavroche. That would be really cool. And then apparently I jinxed myself and now I'm here. <laughs> Wow. And I understand that you got started when you were little. I mean, your mom sent me some pictures of you growing up. Hope you don't mind. I got a little peek at them. It was really cute. Um, It seemed like you were really active at a young age, you know, taking lessons even at Diamond Head Theater. Can you share with us about, you know, where you learned how to be a performer? So I was really just born into the film industry because my dad he what he uh did he was he went to school at the University of Hawaii and he was in these uh short films and and he majored in film and theater right so uh his friends would always ask me to be in his in their movies so that would be that was really cool for me because I was just like getting into the business really and I was always around the the film industry. I was always around these sets, and I got to meet Dwayne the Rock Johnson's family. Uh, the David Spade played chess with Michael Fassbender, and me, Uncle Taika, and I also went to Ben Affleck's Luau. So we were able. I was able to like just really get into the business and absorb what my dad had taught me. 
Wow. You know what? You're really lucky because there are a lot of kids out there who, um, you know, don't have that access like you do, thanks to your dad. And Ajax, if I can ask you, like, were you able to see, I guess, as a father, um, you know, notice these talents, you know, within your son at a young age? And if so, what, what did you notice? Well, you know, we just sort of like, again, he was always around it in terms of being around the TV and film sets because I worked on a lot of them. But also he really enjoyed being in front of the camera. And I would always take him to Honolulu, Honolulu Theater for Youth or Diamond Head Theater. And he would just love being watching the plays and just being a part of the workshops. And, you know, he and, you know, we had an agent there and he really just got his exposure um, and was just having a lot of fun in Hawaii. Like, so he really got to start there and he just loved being a ham for the camera and, you know, would always love music and dancing and acting so since he was very very young Mila so what what is it about uh you know singing and dancing and performing and doing this all on stage what what is it that draws you to this so much so what draws me to like to perform like every single night is just that I love performing in front of different audiences and I love just sharing my art in front of like, like almost like every single night I'm sharing like the music and all my acting skills in front of different, many different people every, every single night. So it's just that knowing that can happen and just like a new generation of young little kids who are watching my show for the very first time and I'm performing in front of them so they could become like super, super like late, super hardcore Les Mis fans after me performing in front of them and they'll like remember me for that. Of course, you know, you're so young. You're you're nine years old, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm so I'm, you know, would you say that you started out being really good? at this at this craft or, or were there certain things that you kind of have to work at or, or or learn and get better at especially on this tour uh I was out naturally I was I was actually pretty good but I just had to keep practicing it and practicing it over and over again because I just had to like just I had to keep like learning it like I needed to keep being the character and like understanding his like his backstory a little a little bit more than I than I know so I just kept practicing his lines or like reading the books and his chapters and his in the volumes and stuff and I just really just like get absorbed more into the character so this what you're doing isn't easy yeah no it isn't that easy but the more shows I did, the the more comfortable and confident I was on stage. Cause like when you keep doing something over and over again, it, it just like it's like uh clockwork. It's like it get, it's like just in your body already. So you're Milo, and then you have to play this new character for those who are listening uh, and haven't seen Les Mis. Yeah. Share share what so what what's the kind of character that you have to become and, and can tell tell us a little backstory about this character. So the name of the character I play, his name is Gavroche. He is a street urchin and he is he is poor and he's homeless and he just wants the best for his people. So he fights in the June Rebellion where it's like uh, we start a barricade and like a revolution to fight for the people because the government is not really treating like 
the all the like people who are on the streets and have a hard life. So we really just fight for that. And um, Gavroche, he is a charming young young revolutionary. He is a natural born leader, and he aspires to be the leader of the revolution. His name's Andros, so he really aspires to be like him. And it and I think of me as the character himself, except that I don't really have that heart of a life. So it's it's really fun doing that. And it's like just basically being on me on stage and singing. What do you think is the hardest part of, of I guess you could call this a job, right? Yeah, of course it is. But I think the hardest part is just like, I think it's like just not messing up and like, like keeping it fresh and so it's not like you're like so robotic and like it's not the same every time I like keep putting in hard work like I have my own rituals and before a show and I just like I make it I keep working hard to keep making it fresh and Milo you must be surrounded by a lot of talented people too that probably <laughs> help you and inspire you and make you feel comfortable on stage right yeah. can you share with us why is that so important for you and your performance so the my cast members they basically just became my new ohana because i love them so much and they love me also and it's just that like working with them is so amazing because all of them are super, super talented and it helps me and me and my performance because just like knowing that like they'll be there for me if I like mess up on something or like I'm like they're going to help me no matter what happens. So you guys, definitely, yeah, you guys trust each other and all of you guys want to put on a really good show together. Yeah. Oh, that is so awesome. And and have you met all kinds of people from all different places thanks to this opportunity? And can you share with us about that? And you got to see a lot of cool things and go to a lot of new places. Can you tell yeah. us about the, you know, all of those experiences ever since you got this role in Les Mis? So if it wasn't for this role in Les Miserables, I would have never probably came to all these places where I am today. Like I probably never like, how do you say, like go to like set, uh, Fresno or Las Vegas or like all, or Costa Mesa. It's like all these places I probably never, or like North Carolina and Washington DC, I probably would never have gone there if it wasn't for this tour. So it's like a real honor doing this tour and meeting all these new and nice people watching the shows and it's just seeing the support from them and from family on the mainland. It just really motivates me and inspires me to keep going. Wow, you know, that is, that is, I'm glad that you're talking with us because, you know, like I said earlier, there are a lot of uh, cakey kids here in Hawaii that don't have this opportunity and to hear it from you and to hear that it is possible really inspires them. And I know a lot of kids that are taking classes at Diamond Head Theater, um, you know, Kumukahua, you know, all of these, you know, acting classes, Broadway. What would be your advice to the kids here in Hawaii? how to get better, how to get their foot in the door. What 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 should they do? Some advice I'd give to kids who like want to be in this position where I am right now, I'd say just 
to believe in yourself and just keep working hard at what you're doing and your craft that you're that you're doing and also I'd say like just to like surround yourself with people who like want you to become so successful and famous and like that believe in you and always never give up on the dream that you're trying to achieve in life. How do you erase that nervous feeling on stage and like the butterflies that you get or nervousness starts to set and say if something does go wrong on stage, how do you deal with situations like that? So how I deal with things like that, like the saying says, the show must go on. So like, even if I mess up, I just pretend that it never happened. And then I just keep going and keep going. And then after the show, I just, I'll just practice that again, like a few more times so I can get the use of it and, and uh, until I'm really comfortable with it. Well, and dad, do you ever give Milo a pep talk of any sort or uh, do you, do you give him any sort of reassurance or to, anything to pump him up? Um, well, we're on tour. I'm on tour with him. So I do my best to just be his dadager and make sure he's, um, you know, keeping it humble and, but remembering that he should have fun. You know, it's a, it's a play, but you know, play is also a verb. They should play, you know, and have fun, especially at this age. So we do uh, try to have our best have fun in each city and go on little field trips with the other Miss kids and keep it fun. But at the end of the day, they also have to remember it's a job. So they have to take serious. They have to, um, you know, work on their diet, work on their um, warm ups and their vocal cords, take care of their body and make sure they're ready and keep, like you said, keep each performance fresh. So um, there's not too much pep talks. There's sometimes just like any father, son or, you know, family would uh, every day. But, you know, um, we do just try to keep it fun and keep it fresh. Do you, do you, Ajax, have any advice for parents, you know, here in Hawaii who are also, um, you know, right by their daughter or son's side, uh, taking them to all these acting classes, shuttling them to all these places for them because they too want the best for them. Yeah, my, my biggest advice is to enjoy the ride, enjoy the journey. Uh, trust um, your hard work and preparation, respect the craft of acting and, you know, singing and, you know, respect the craft and really work hard on it because that's what's going to take you to those auditions and um, you know, you're going to succeed and you're going to deal with a lot of rejection, but uh, the best thing you can do as parents is nurture your, your kids um, and what's, take notice in what they're good at and nurture that and support them through it and make sure the, you know, like they say, hard work pays off. So just keep working at it and enjoy the ride. Would you also tell them that um, it takes a lot of time and energy on your part, on the parents' part? And what's that got to be like? Um, yeah, I mean, I suppose it does take a little time and energy from the parents' part. Um, you have to be uh, patient and understanding with some of the things we deal with. We we do take a little risks. I mean, we we did go all the way to L.A. to go for this. We did go to New York to try for it. But, you know, what's life without risks? You know, sometimes you have to, the greater the, greater the risk, the greater the reward, they say. So sometimes you have to take risks in life. And um, at the end of the day, you just have to trust that, um, you know, you're doing the right thing. On that note, because I know a lot of parents are curious, is it, I mean, do you have to move out of Hawaii in order to be successful at this craft? Well, it's interesting because 
you know, I worked in the TV and film industry for a long time in Hawaii. And I would sit and I used to think, do I have to move to LA? Do I have to go to New York? I don't want to ever leave Hawaii. And the, the thing is, um, I, I feel like even though we weren't in something so major like this there in Hawaii, but there are, th we have a great film industry there. We have a great theater community. So you don't necessarily have to leave to be successful or to enjoy what we're doing. I mean, like you said, there's Diamond Head Theater, there's LCC, there's, um, we have uh, the UH West Oahu have a, has a great ACM program. They, I think um, they just created this multi-million dollar big facility, right? So there's there's opportunities there and our film industry in Hawaii is really, um, really close and tight and we have a lot of fun and we have a lot of projects, big movies, they just filmed Lilo and Stitch. Um, so there's great casting out there and there's great opportunities in Hawaii. So you don't necessarily have to leave, but at the end of the, uh, you also like want to fulfill something inside you. So, you know, you owe it to yourself if you're in the industry to at least visit LA, visit New York, just to see maybe you might like it and give those opportunities a chance because you never know uh, what else is out there and you'll never know, like Moana says, how far you'll go, right? So, <laughs> so you don't necessarily have to leave. There's a great community there, but um, don't be afraid to explore. Ah, so Milo, how far will you go? What, so so the tour you said, it's not done yet. So what, what else is left in the tour? So right now, what else is left in the tour? So we're about to finish San Francisco this week. And then we're going to be in Fresno for a week. And then we're going to be in LA for like six weeks, which is like our longest city that we toured in. And then we're going to go to Las Vegas for a week. And then I think Costa Mesa for three weeks. And then that's where my contract is supposed to, ex uh, is where my contract is supposed to end. But I'll, if anything, uh, I'll try to extend if they offer me. So I could do, go another six months because who knows, like, how, who knows if I'll ever be able to like, to like live like this again. So I might as well enjoy, enjoy it while it lasts. But if I don't extend, I'm planning to get into more like film and TVs and stuff. And then I think my biggest goal in life is to inspire people through my art and keep working on my craft every single day. How do you fit school in here, AJ and Milo? Is that, is that all? That's going to be another aspect yeah. of this whole Well, year. yeah, we do. Again, we do balance, try to find balance. Um, You know, we, we have school right now. We're going on summer. So, you know, it's good. There's a break. Right. But when there is school in session, there's also teachers and guardians here that help uh, out with the teaching of the uh, school. So there's time for that. There's time for many field trips in each city. There's time to work on um, the theater. So we just, again, it comes down to balance and being organized and, um, you know, having fun. Okay. Yeah. So I know you didn't mention it, but just double checking. So Hawaii is not on that list <laughs> of, of the U.S. tour. I wish. Uh, not, yet, <laughs> not yet, but we, you know, we are going to Las Vegas. So that's we know a lot of So hopefully yeah. everyone can come out to L.A. or Las Vegas while we're out here. We know awesome. a lot of uh, uh, people from Hawaii love to come there for vacation and stuff. So yeah. try to come watch the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know what? I just because it kind of piqued my interest. But you were talking about some like vocal warm ups. Like what? What? What does that entail? What does that involve? Like do you have to go la 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 la? Or <laughs> so my process for like getting ready for a show includes. So I have a steamer. So like it like like my vocal cords. It like makes it like hydrated and ready to go and then I'll 
after that, I usually like warm up my body. So it's like loose and ready and it's not like so sore and it's not so tight. So then after that, I do a vocal warm up, which is like usually on like YouTube or something. And then like there's like a like there's like a lot of a like a five. I usually do a five minute warm up, but then it's like a 10 minute one or something sometimes. So then after that, I take a some honey which like coats my throat and makes it sound good and also have a cough drop which is also good for my throat and mint a mint to like freshen up my breath and to loosen up my jaw wow that's really interesting i love that that is so awesome wait so do you have a solo like song performance in there or is it like just a lot of singing as a group throughout i have like a lot of uh solos i think i have three or four solos and then I think the rest is like just like a bunch of like groups like there's a bunch of people singing so like there's uh like two songs called One Day More and Do You Hear the People Sing there's like that's two songs that it's like a group number so yeah wow do you like karaoke do you like to sing yeah <gasps> what's I love your favorite song? what's your favorite song right now I think my favorite song right now it's it's from The Greatest Showman. It's called A Million Dreams. I, I like singing that song. Wow. You can hit the high notes then, Milo. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us and, um, you know, encouraging all the youth and the keiki here in Hawaii to be their very best. You're definitely a good role model and an example of that. Congratulations once again on all of your success. And we're looking forward to learn, hearing more about you. Is there some sort of a website or anything that we can? You, follow, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Mila Maharlika. All right, Milo. Okay, guys, break a leg. Thank you. <laughs> Aloha. Aloha. Bye. Yes.